got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Smay here, and you're watching today's episode of Water and Crypto. See? Yes. Water jug gang, baby. Um, unfortunately, good our good friend Jeb is not here today. He is not feeling well. Um, everyone uh, put bless bless up Jeb in the chat, some prayers for Jeb. Um, this is going to be the worst slash best episode of Water and Crypto you've ever seen. You gotta make sure to vote on um, that after. Yeah, so guys, uh, make sure you let us know what you think, and uh, if this is as bad as I think it's gonna be, let us know. All right. Uh, <laughs> And I'm joined. Hey, don't talk till I introduce you. All right, guys. And I'm joined today by <laughs> Kind of Crypto Tim. Everybody, hey, welcome uh, to Kind of Crypto Tim. What's up, everybody? Hey, Space, is this your first time sitting in the seat? This is my first show? time sitting in the seat, guys, and I, I feel powerful. This I feel powerful. Is, I'm and, excited and about I just wanna, this. Show. I just want to show something real quick. I want to show something, guys. This is the perks of the seat. You get snacks. Oh my gosh. You get snacks <laughs> for Jeb, sitting in Jeb's seat. Jeb has well, recently seen a dietitian that has told him if the food has the word nut in it, you should eat it. Lots what, of does nuts. He, what does he have down there? <laughs> okay, so we got honey nut Cheerios. Yep. Ooh. We got peanut butter. <laughs> and then just literally an assortment of nuts. So. <laughs> But we love Jeb. We miss him. We want him back. And uh, yeah, so let's get this. Uh, ah, wait a minute. Yes. I forgot. Yes. Everybody, let's welcome our good, good guest, my Padawan, Zach. Water jug gang. Let's go. He said water jug gang. Oh my gosh. Let's go. All right, guys. So let's get this. Let's get this uh, party started here with uh, our first story. Yes. Um. <laughs> Are we doing the Bitcoin mining news? We are going to talk about Bitcoin mining All right. a little bit. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to Tim so this doesn't turn into more of a train wreck. So yes. by all means, go ahead, uh, Tim, take it off. All right. Well, this weekend we had some good, news. Good guys, my Padawan. Uh, again, Zach. kind of a boring weekend crypto, but we had some stories break about Bitcoin He's mining. So we're going to cover can. that before we get oh into our gosh. main Let's two go. stories. And that is going to be the story of what is happening with a prediction from uh, from somebody at saying that potentially in the next 20 years we're going to see Bitcoin surpass all fiat currency and then the other news breaking about polka dot and its relationship with facebook uh we're going to discuss that here in a little bit and do some ta later but first and foremost zach if you want to go ahead and go to my screen this weekend we had two news guys my paddle effect before we get into our neighboring cottage there has attracted and that is going to be mining firms as they look for new prediction from uh somebody saying that potentially next 20 years i can see bitcoin there's a russian crypto industry Association launched and the other a project breaking about crypto mining firms in the country with Facebook, as they migrate away uh, we're from China. We're going to discuss that here in a little Russian bit. Russian Association of Crypto Economics, Artificial Intelligence, and Blockchain. We can be having good news. 
Ethereum Association launched the other project talking about crypto mining and the country as they migrate away from China. Russian Association of Crypto Economics and Artificial Intelligence. This is this is what happens when Jeb is gone. We we have moving seats, but we are going to discuss this as May walks back in front of the camera. Yes, there we go. We are going to discuss this and the importance of it because as we've been talking about for a while now. Are we good? Put it in the chat. Are we good? We good? We good? We good? I think so. I think it was you had your stream up, so it was playing the audio uh, into the... I had my stream. Oh, I can't have the It was playing the audio up. into the, uh, the capture card. What the yep. world? I have it completely off. Does it sound better now? Stop laughing, guys. Just tell us if it's good. Did they... Wait, did they, say, did they hear anything I talked about? Zach, did they did they hear the audio the yeah, entire yeah, time? Yeah, they could hear it. it was just, yeah, they could hear it. It was just taking double. All right, it's fixed. It's fixed. All right, so all right, I need to read right, it again. We're, we're ready to yeah. go. Well, no, you don't need to read it I all just over. Said, all right, just someone said, said just her nothing Tim said. Guys, guess what? Summarize, summarize. We are doing a, we are doing a, a do-over. Real quick, I will summarize. Let's Ultimately, what we have happening is, and you guys got to read the article even though you didn't hear it very clearly, we have Russia now working to attract some of these off-put Chinese miners. And this is a big story, Smey, uh, that we can discuss here for just a second before we move on because... You know, ultimately, we are looking at a place where Bitcoin's price is probably going to be affected by what is happening with these miners and if we can create green energy. And something that is really cool about the Russian story is that obviously Russia is a colder climate. It has a lot of access to cheap energy, green energy, in which case it would potentially be a very good place for miners to go. Smey, what are your thoughts about Russia? I mean, guys... This is probably the smartest decision I've heard from any mining pool trying to go over to, uh, or this is them just trying to get miners over there. But if any mining pool ends up going over to Russia, right, I'm not going to comment on the political side of Russia. I don't know really what that climate looks like right now, but I know the climate as in the... um, how cold it is in Russia could benefit to having a lot cheaper and more efficient mining. The reality is you don't have to spend as much money on cooling and you can just literally, I mean, in the winter, open up the windows. I mean, you got your thing, you got free cooling, right? So I think that's just really practical. So, I mean, that's all really I can think of. Also, it's smart on Russia's hand, obviously knowing that if the world's moving towards cryptocurrencies as a whole, get as many many miners in your country as possible. That's going to be huge for the future of cryptocurrency in Russia. So, I mean, it's just wise for any country to try to, you know, coerce any mining they can to be done in their country and they have all kinds of incentives for them so I think that's pretty neat yeah I saw a couple comments in chat asking us to go back and read that again so I will do that just so you guys see the full uh, thing of it so first of all we got neighboring Kazakhstan attracted to uh, has attracted many crypto mining firms as they look for new pastures outside of China then we go to the news it said a Russian crypto industry association launched a project to attract crypto mining firms to the country as they migrate away from China the Russian Association of Crypto Economics Artificial Intelligence and Blockchain which is RACIB uh is Rakib, Racib sounds too close to other words, uh, is working with federal and re- regional authorities as a well-state-owned enterprise to determine how to bring mining to the country. The, the association said in a press release Monday, Rakib has already formed several working groups with state-owned enterprises and companies in the energy sector, the statement said. So, oh, there's, you know, the article keeps going on, so it wasn't as short as I thought. Uh, do you want me to go ahead and read the rest of this article, Smay, or do you want to... Um, just get, to the, get ta- to the juicy part. Yeah, well, the thing is, I, I'm not 100% certain exactly where all 
all, it says that what we are talking about is the idea that uh, Russia would yeah. be very attractive because yeah. of the Let's environmental just, stuff. I mean, just sum it up, basically. Yeah, yeah that's that's basically it. Just yeah. Russia. I, I mean, it would be nice to have those miners inside the U.S. I think I would be a fan of them being inside the U.S., but it makes a lot of sense for them to go to Russia. Somebody made a good cold. point. They said Alaska. They said Alaska. Alaska is uh, cold, too. Uh, Alaska is yes. basically Russia, but American. So, I mean, come on, guys. That is something we should definitely uh, be writing report. Write a letter to Michael Saylor and get yeah, him Saylor. to open guys, up a new... Uh, move your mining to Alaska, guys. Come yes, on. For real. And you know what's crazy about Alaska? This is just a fun fact. They have... Uh, uh, a universal base income based on the oil uh, revenue they make. So if you live in Alaska and you're a long-term citizen, you actually just get money every year. That's pretty impressive. Um, anyways. Alright, now that the stream is back on troll, I got the sound worked out, we are back here. We're gonna move on to the next mining story, and that is I'm sure some of you guys have seen this slash heard about it, but is what is happening in Malaysia where steamrollers are literally taking over and, and crushing Bitcoin mining computers. So let's go ahead and read this uh, article right here. We got Malaysian authorities seized Bitcoin mining rigs after tip-offs. The rigs were operating by siphoning off electricity illegally from, okay, Sarawak, I'm assuming energy power lines. The rigs were then laid out in a car park and then the scene videoed was a bulldozer destroying them all. According to a story on CNBC earlier Earlier today, which we all know everything CNBC says is completely reliable, it's good for your health, and is trying to encourage you day after day, uh, says that cryptocurrency mining is not illegal in Malaysia, but there are very strict laws. Are we having some scroll, problems? Scroll up on the screen. Are we still having pro problems? No, 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 no you're good. No, we good. Okay. Um, therefore, the Malaysia <laughs> I thought he was doing the wrap it up finger. That's yeah, I know, for funny. real. Hey. There are, <laughs> there, okay, so pretty much it said right here, it's not illegal, but there are fines of up to 100,000 Malaysian ringgit. Is that how that you say that, man? Do you think so? Um, um, Which is about $23,700 and five years in prison. That is, is fun. There it is. Therefore, the Malaysian police authorities' response to seizing so many Bitcoin mining rigs came as no surprise. The operation to take down the Bitcoin mining operation was a joint enterprise between the Miri Law Enforcement Authorities and Sarawak Energy Power Lines. Authorities in the northwest of the island of Borneo raided mining farms in six separate operations earlier this year. Once they had captured the rigs, the police chose to destroy the mining gear rather than sell it because they were acting in accordance with a court order. The theft of electricity, besides illegally stealing power from the electricity grid, also resulted in three houses burning down. According to the police authority in Miri, they have now taken down all illegal mining activity in the area. Given that the theft of electricity was fairly major, around $2 million worth of electricity was actually stolen, the authorities decided to make a show of, destroy, a show of destroying the rigs. Therefore, all the mining equipment was laid out in the police parking lot and a steamroller was used to crush them all. So I think we're going to go ahead and stop it right yeah, there. Yeah, that's very extra, go ahead, guys. Get back to full screen. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Again, just that visual of the steamroller crushing all those computers. That'd be nice to have had those computers and make a little side yeah. money of my own. You know. Yeah, yeah. But Smith, what are your thoughts about what's happening in Malaysia? I mean. <sighs> It makes sense why they'd be upset. I think part of it was talking about the fact that it's like, hey, they're taking a lot of electricity illegally off the power grid, right? Yeah. And that's a, that. It's very. It makes sense to be worked up by that because it's like obviously a lot of people are getting screwed now because these you know these selfish miners, right? But also, I think it's just so incredible that they decided to just make a show of it because not only is this like to say, hey, we're punishing these people, but we're saying, don't even think about. 
don't even think about trying to do this in Malaysia, which, you know, obviously sucks for the miners, but I think it's a funny video, and I think it's, uh, it reminds me of that, I don't know if you guys ever remember this video, but uh, it was staged, but the kid who got his video games taken away from his dad, and they piled him up in the lawn, and he ran that's over exactly the lawnmower. What, when I saw the picture. That's, that's exactly what, what it's like. Um, anyway, so we have a, also we have a super chat. We have so two super want, chats, actually. Oh, you want to uh, go ahead yeah. and read the first one? I Yeah, I have, I'm doing my best to go back and forth between reading stories and keeping these, but the first one from Bob, which I think is very accurate, he said, whiskey and crypto this morning, guys, the audio sounds drunk and I was not able to hear it but I'm sure I'll go back and hear it later uh, but according to what Zach and Smay were saying that it sounds like it is spot on there Bob uh, yeah. next super chat from Jebi Knight I, I want to read Todd. this one I want to read you this one because this is my friend alright Jebi, Jebi Knight you might as well be a master I love you you spend a lot of money here with us uh, anyways uh, Ozzy Todd he says you guys must really have torched the truck over the weekend poor Jebby. oh and fear the deer bucks and six baby mark my words uh, can you can you show me make sure they're looking in my eyes listen mark my words the suns are going to win the nba finals and the suns are about to win the next game mark my words thank you all right uh and also uh, we didn't even torch the truck didn't he win didn't he win the prize predictions? He, he won, won the, last week. Yeah, he won the Hall yeah, Trophy. He's, it's sitting um, on his desk. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, he just he just got he just got sick. So that's just how viruses and stuff yeah. work. Yeah. But hopefully, um, w- the plan is if he's not feeling great tomorrow, he's at the doctor this morning. That's why he's not sitting here or doing something live. I think the plan tomorrow is to do a remote stream. Is that right, Smay? Yeah, we're gonna do a remote stream, kind of like that one where we did on Zoom a while back. It's gonna be a little bit better because we're gonna prepare for it a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it. No, this. It's just nothing you can do about <laughs> we it. Found out, we found out last night at, like, what, like, 11 o'clock? Yeah, no. I was like, hey, guys, I have a doctor's appointment. I have to go to the morning. Not going to be on the show. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. That's well, fun. it was funny because he messaged me. He was like, you know, time to remote stream. You know, and I was like, okay. Ew. All right, let's get it. All right, well, let's move on to what we had going through the stream. So the first piece of information before we move to don't go to my screen just yet, Zach, Ooh. unless you already are, which you might have already been. Uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is this idea, potentially, that – Bitcoin could maybe pass fiat currency in the next 20 years. Uh, I want to read the article and then definitely discuss this, hear from you guys in chat. What do you guys think? So go ahead and start posting things in chat while we read the article and we can discuss them. Uh, Smay, if you want to listen in, kind of keep your eye on what's happening there, that'd be awesome. But crypto experts see Bitcoin replacing fiat money in the next 20 years. In a new survey, are we on my screen now, Zach? Sweet. In the new survey, a number of cryptocurrency and fine tech professionals expected a hyper Bitcoinization to take place by 2040. That would be fun. Bitcoin's current price slump has failed to dampen some experts' optimism regarding the world's biggest cryptocurrency. In a new survey by Personal Finance, comparison platform Finder.com, half of the respondents believe Bitcoin will surpass fiat money or central bank-issued currencies by 2040. While the sampling is arguably narrow, Finders.com says that the report is based on a panel of 42 cryptocurrency experts. It shows that Bitcoin's price crash from April's all-time high didn't impact the long-term perspective of crypto uh, professionals. The survey reveals that 50% of the respondents expect to see the moment that Bitcoin overtakes global finance, also known as the hybrid Bitcoinization, within the next 20 years. One-third of participants believe that the event will occur before 2035, while 44% predict that Bitcoin will never become the dominant form of global finance. El Salvador's move to recognize Bitcoin as legal tender is just the beginning of developing nations' adoption of Bitcoin as the primary currency. A majority of respondents say, uh, that's a period, say, they say that. 33% of crypto experts expect the original cryptocurrency to become the most common form of money in developing countries within the next 10 years. Another 21% believe that we will see the adoption, but will take 10 years or more. 
but it, yeah, it'll take 10 years or more. One thing panelists agree upon is the environmental concerns surrounding Bitcoin mining. A whopping 93% of experts uh, expect the green energy debate will continue to hurt Bitcoin, with 31% believing that energy consumption will significantly impact the price. Yet more than half the experts don't think moving to an environmentally friendly proof-of-stake model is the answer despite the potential price uh, repercussions, as 66% of the respondents called the proof-of-work model a necessary evil. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But finishing up, it says in an exclusive interview, interview, Kraken head of growth Dan Held told, told Cointelegraph that Bitcoin has a good chance of becoming the world's reserve currency, but it will take at least 10 years. He said that in developing countries, Bitcoin is mainly valuable for avoiding censorship, while in the Western world, Bitcoin attracts uh, Bitcoin is attractive as a hedge against a central bank's money printing. So that's the end of the article. Let's go back to full screen and let's discuss. I'm going to get some water because I don't know how Jeb does that. I My voice like is literally drying out because that was a long article. That was fun. My my arse, my, my, arse. <laughs> my eyes started watering in the last. So I was like, "Ooh, sheesh." Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that, Smay? What, what's oh, yeah. There? Alrighty, guys. So, I have to say, lately, I've had quite the roller coaster when it comes to cryptocurrency. I mean, lately is in the last couple months. Pretty much, especially Bitcoin. Actually, I, I I had a moment where I was super super excited about it. And then a couple months ago, I was like, I just, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm not feeling it. Why? We can just, you know, we can just, you know, deal with it, you know. And then I've had this crisis in my mind of seeing the world around me just financially worse and worse off in the matter of just like months, right? Mm -hmm. COVID has just completely fast-tracked a lot of uh, what we're already seeing with our dollar, right? It, the stimulus checks on has kind of fast-tracked that inflation, right? And I think with that kind of fast-tracking of the scary part of inflation, where now a lot of things that we used to be able to afford doesn't seem like we can really afford anymore. And a lot of these things that you know used to be inexpensive are now looking more and more expensive yeah. uh, and so on. And But the, the reality is also, you know, a lot of people's pay is not really changing with the inflation, yeah. right? And that's a scary thought. And that's one of those things that when I see this, I, I never really realized how important Bitcoin was until I realized the problem that was kind of at hand, right? Like, I think the as an investment, right, you can always get bored of an investment. If Bitcoin is just, a, you know, just another way to make money, right, kind of like a stock or so on, you can get bored of a stock. You can get bored of a, a, a pump coin, right? Because it's like, oh, it's not making you as much money or it's gone down and I don't really care anymore. But the reality is when you kind of look at Bitcoin as a solution to a problem rather than just an investment, mm -hmm. you kind of get more excited about it even in its downtime because now you're not clinging yourself to price movements. You're clinging yourself to fundamental developments, right? You get more excited about seeing places like El Salvador exchanging it as money, not because that means your price is going to pump, which it could, but it's because you're seeing a culture now being able to benefit from what you see as a solution to the problem in your country, right? So in America, like we're finding that the dollar is becoming more and more worthless and yeah. we're, we're struggling as a, as a culture to find a solution to that. And obviously the government doesn't want to go with Bitcoin because that's going to, that's not their solution. Their solution is we can find ways to back the dollar better or so on, but that's just not the answer, right? So the answer for America is we have to start 
pushing that initiative ourselves as a citizenry we have to yeah. start if we have a business we need to start accepting bitcoin we need to start exchanging like so on like this is like a uh, grassroots movement that's going to eventually force the government and the 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 thing the to wrap kind of that all that up that's what excites me is because i see that fire building up I see that passion building up of saying, oh man, we need a solution to this problem. And, uh, and I see, and that's why I agree with this, that I think, yeah, we could very well see in the next 20 years a complete shift over to Bitcoin, not because the government's gonna do it for us, yeah. not because these governments are gonna say, all right, let's do it, that's what they want. No, it's because eventually just people peer to peer are just gonna start using it. And I, cause yeah. they see, all right, I don't want to have worthless dollars in them anymore. Yeah. You know? And I think this is going to be, I, I'm so excited to see how the world kind of changes with that. And yes, I absolutely, absolutely agree. In the next 20 years, we will see Bitcoin taking over because Bitcoin is what people need. I, I think even more importantly, that article kind of hits on the head of it. it it's saying the developing countries. That's what it's yeah. talking about is, you know, in the next 20 years, maybe all fiat currency, but it was talking about more immediately, meaning the next five to 10 years is developing countries getting into it. More countries like El Salvador, where man, we, you know, I would imagine the majority of this audience, and I know there's a lot, I've seen people chime in from Malaysia today, I've seen people chime in from Africa, Europe, all over the place. So I understand this is not all United States citizens, but I would, I would venture to think that probably the majority of our viewers are from the United States, where we kind of get a little spoiled when it comes to money. Well, we get get a little spoiled when it comes to privileges. Like, I mean, if you lose your job, you can just go and apply for welfare, and you can just go apply for, uh, you know, different things to make money. And and we, you know, it's not a perfect system by any means. But I think those of you who are outside the United States, especially if you are living in a development country, uh, developmental country, you guys, you see it day to day. The problem with currency being decided and being having. Uh, only the government's best interest in mind, having this idea that the government can just print it and do whatever they want whenever they want. You know, it's one thing when you live in a first world country and you live in a place like the United States or maybe like Britain or something, but it's a completely different thing when you live in a development country where it's like, no, every single day my livelihood is at stake because of the brokenness of my money. And Bitcoin is a saving grace to that problem. It is a form of solid money that will allow every individual, no matter where you came from, no matter what your background is, to you actually become financially stable and, and accomplish financial freedom. Like there are literally some places in the world where it, the whole system is rigged against you from the minute you breathe your first breath. And that is something that that happens whenever one entity or a single entity has control over decisions like money, that is going to follow day in and day out. We just haven't hit it yet in the United States. But that's why I think Bitcoin's so important. And I, I agree, you know, that's the other debate that we, you know, people are having about Bitcoin. Will Bitcoin ever become full-out currency? Because we're seeing that happen in El Salvador, and I would love yeah. to see that happen. Or will we just see Bitcoin be what a lot of people call is the next and more upgraded digital gold, in which case you don't go to the grocery store right now and buy things with a block of gold. You yeah. buy it still with U.S. dollars. Yeah. But at one point, which was not that long ago, even though it's been a while, I think it was about 50 years ago, we all of our U.S. dollars were still backed by gold. I don't think we're too far removed to be able to, to have a, a nice thing transition back to that state state but you know that is what i that's the debate right now will bitcoin ever yeah. become currency or will it stay just an asset and i love it because somebody even commented they say why would i why would i spend my bitcoin an asset that's appreciating at 200 percent a year well, well, well you know guys the 
there's two kind of things to that, right? Like what you just said, maybe you won't end up exchanging with literally Bitcoin. Maybe you'll be exchanging with a derivative of Bitcoin, like a Bitcoin dollar or so on. You know, God forbid they call it a dollar, but you know what yeah. I mean. Uh, but also, guys, the, the thing is, it, where I'm at is, even if, obviously we're early, right? Yeah. Bitcoin's very volatile. Eventually, it's not going to be skyrocketing by 200% all the time. The more it gets exchanged, the more it's going to kind of find its level and its area that's going to kind of stick around. But also, not not like also even if that's not the case, even if Bitcoin's just going up by skyrocketing, right? Wouldn't you rather spend a, a currency that is appreciating every year rather than depreciating every year? Yeah. Right? I'd much rather be that the problem that my money is going up in value the more longer I hold it than my money going down in value the longer I hold it, right? So, I mean, I think that's kind of a non-issue. That's where we're headed, and that's just how it is. You right? know, there was a comment just said here in chat saying retrace, but it's from Rechase NGO. He said it's rigged against you here in the U.S. too. The dollar's dying freaking lettuce that loses 4 to 6% every year. So the, the reason why retrace, I agree and disagree with you, and Smay, you know, chime in on this. Zach, if you want to say anything on this is too, uh, we all deal with money every single day. The reason I disagree is because while I agree it is rigged against you, here's what I was saying is the problem, is we have so many things that happen here in the U.S., like incentives. Like, the minute you start realizing, oh, my money's messed up, someone says, oh, here, take a free handout as long as you stay happy. And, like, we're able to just pretty much quiet people's issues with the current money situation. Uh, I mean, even right now, like Smay was talking about last week, we're passing signs that has like, there's all these restaurants hiring people for 16 to $18 an hour. Uh, there's this push right now to just raise the minimum wage, in which case people, that makes them very, very happy. That makes them very happy to say, okay, you know, the problem is not have enough money, you know, give me more money and I'll shut up, I'll be quiet, it's fine. Forget the fact that because I'm gonna be paying you more, than a higher minimum wage, my products is getting more expensive. And so, yes, the job's gonna go from paying $10 an hour to $15 an hour, but the price of everything we're producing is gonna go from $10 to $15 an hour. And actually, it probably is gonna not go from 10 to 15, it's probably gonna go from 10 to 18, 10 to 20. And even though we're paying the workers more, the cost of living will go up substantially well, yeah. to where you're, it's still a deficit. So, yeah. Retrace, you're right, we are in a rigged system. It's just such a slow rigging system and there's such a lack of education about how currency works that what's happening is every time we print dollars, we're we're just quiet. It's like it's like putting a pacifier in the mouth of a baby. Yeah, you're not fixing a problem. You're just quieting the baby. And, and you know what though? That's the scariest part of it, guys. Because the reality is the, the a lot of people are keep asking for these things. I'm asking for a higher you know a higher minimum wage and all these things, which I kind of agree with. I agree that the the current it's not scaling properly, right? But the reality is that. Like you just said, right? Cost of living is just going to keep going up because everyone's scrambling, right? Everyone's scrambling to have th something that's worthwhile, right? A and Bitcoin solves that, guys. Bitcoin becomes a stable asset that has a backing, right? That then like value is actually exists. It's not just a made up thing that we're saying, right? So I think that's like uh, that it solves so many problems, so many problems. And, and like you said, a lot of people were people are crying because these problems are ailing them, right? The baby's mm. hungry. The baby's hungry, but you just put a pacifier instead of a bottle. Yeah. Right? So I, I think this is that this is why Bitcoin is so important because Bitcoin is the bottle. 
we need the bottle. We need the food. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. All right, let, let me move on. We're going to do some Bitcoin technical analysis. No Jeb today, but we're still going to take a look at the charts. So, Zach, if you want to go ahead and go to my screen. I already have this written up here. You guys can see last week we discussed on the channel. Jeb talked about how we are in a massive descending triangle pattern right here. That we. This is something you guys should know in technical analysis. And, again, if you've ever been through CD2A or you've taken any course that teaches technical analysis, you will know this is actually pretty crazy that we would play this out all the way to this angle. Traditionally, we usually play these closer to 70%, so you would have seen this break bearish maybe closer to right here where we tried, or maybe somewhere closer to right here. However, we are kind of playing this out to the very end. However, you'll also see, as I have drawn here with the red line, we are also in a descending wedge. So this means we have two different things we're looking at. We are looking at a massive signal or indicator saying that we are going to be break breaking bearish, and we have a more temporary, shorter time frame signal saying we should be breaking bullish. So it is a question right now of what is Bitcoin going to do because neither circumstance, neither descending triangles nor descending wedges are 100% certain that they're going to break the way they should. It's more like a 70, 60 or 70% chance. Again, triangle, we break down, or the descending triangle, we break down, and the descending wedge, we break up. So this is something we definitely need to keep our eyes on. I have watched though this morning as the price dropped down into the 30,000s. We need to see what's happening there, but I want to switch over to a different chart that I have drawn up for a while now and give you guys a good look at what is happening here. So I'm going to zoom out. You guys can see it. So you guys are going to see symbols all over the screen. This is what I have been working on for a while now. You know, you guys never get access to what I'm doing. However, if you are familiar with the Wyckoff accumulation phase, uh, you will understand exactly what is happening here. If you're not, then go get a look, you know, go take a picture, come back, watch this video again, and give it comparison. But one of the reasons why I have been a big proponent of saying that I believe we're still in phase B of the accumulation phase is because if you look at these lines I have drawn up, this is a common thing. You're going to see, you know, this selling um, climax, and then this ST is pretty much we're in a trading channel, a selling a channel area and we never are breaking above we have this region up here a region down here we are consistently bouncing down to these lines staying in these pockets and coming back up what I believe we potentially are headed for so I'm gonna kind of bounce back and forth here as this would say I would put my money on us breaking bearish. I'm not ready to enter a trade just yet to short Bitcoin, but I'm I'm kind of sitting on the fence probably 60-40 in my mind of thinking we're going to be breaking bearish because if you look at what is happening with the accumulation phase, if you believe that we're still in phase B, we have not yet hit our spot where we would hit a spring. Now, what was the number that Jeb said last week he's predicting Bitcoin's going to probably jump down to? Right around 24, right? I wasn't on the show that day. Smith, do you remember the number he said? I think I think if I remember straight, I think it was like 24, 26. That would put us somewhere right around I think it was 26. right in this region. This dip is a good amount. Like to have a, a successful spring, you don't just want to barely cross this line, this lower level of the selling uh, climax. You want to drop a significant, well, a little bit below it before you see almost an immediate rise. Let me actually use my marker. I think we're going to see it bounce come down here. Now we're going to struggle with this resistance, but eventually break down closer to this 26, 25, as Jeff was talking about. Before before we start the resume to our bull run. I don't know if people can see that. Oops, I need to delete that one. Um, this would make so much sense if you were looking at this and saying, okay, yes, we are in the Wyckoff accumulation phase. It also makes sense because we are looking at a descending triangle that, again, 70% of the time, while it doesn't always play it out this far, it does usually break bearish. But a couple other indicators and things we want to look at. Let me go and look at what's happening right here with MACD. 
We are seeing on the four hourly chart, because that's what I'm looking at, we're seeing actually a pretty severe uh, bearish crossing happening right here. I think that we are, that's, a, that's kind of an indicator right there that yes, we are heading down. Again, you look at the RSI too, and I believe if you look at it really closely, I think I went to the hourly chart. I know on Ethereum I definitely saw this. Let me look at this real quick. I'm gonna look at the hourly chart real quick and look for divergence. We are seeing an uptick in volume right here. You guys can see on the hourly chart with this drop, uh, which does mean I think that we're not gonna see a quick, quick, quick drop. I think we're gonna hang here for a second before we either bounce back up or continue down. But you will see if you're looking here. Um, duh, 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 duh. That was definitely Ethereum. So actually at the moment we are not seeing a uh, RSI divergence on Bitcoin, but I believe, do believe when we flip to Ethereum here in a little bit, we will see that. But ultimately, what I am seeing is we are we are on the hourly chart. Let me go back to the four hourly chart because on the hourly chart, we're definitely in a position that people are going to want to buy. Yeah, so right here, four hourly chart, which traditionally is a chart that a lot of traders are looking at. The RSI is definitely well below 50, but it is not necessarily in a place that is a, in a large demand for people to go ahead and buy. So I, I could easily see this being a continuation of a descending track. The only thing to keep an eye on right here, and this is what I will say, you know, the, the game of technical analysis is by looking at a lot of indicators and trying to piece them together and make a, a prediction. This has not finished fully playing out. However, if it does stop the way it is right now, we would see bullish RSI divergence, which would be an indicator of us resuming back upwards. So, uh, Zach, you can go ahead and take me off full screen. Let me see. Were you paying attention to chats to see if there's anything important happening in chat? Uh, yeah, uh, Jeb's here. I think that's Jeb. Because it wasn't me. Oh, is Jeb, Jeb's in the stream? Jeb's watching. Hello, Jeb. What's up, Jeb? Hello. We miss you, Jeb. No. Um, so, again, so for those of you who are newer to technical analysis, uh, you guys you guys will see all those things. That is something I keep an eye on. We're kind of in a phase. I was even reading an article this morning. wasn't a big enough article to bring up on screen and talk about. But it was talking about how right now we are seeing not only the long position start to shorten up in trading, we are seeing the short position shorten up, meaning both the bears and the bulls are kind of entering a, we're not really sure what's about to happen right here. Let's go ahead and hang on. Let's wait and see. But we do know that someone over the weekend, and I don't, we should have brought this one up. There was an account that bought, oh gosh, 30,000 Bitcoin, I think. Uh, so there are whales getting around this region. While I think that we will potentially go down 26, there is a chance we won't go down to 26 simply because as we've seen over and over and over and over again without going back to the chart, this area right here around 30,000, 29,000 is the sweet spot for people to buy up a lot of Bitcoin. So let's, we got, we're in a position we got to wait and see. Uh, as far as predictions, Sme and I are not going to make predictions today without Jeb. So hopefully if Jeb is on the show tomorrow, we'll make our predictions tomorrow. But I can tell you right now, this is going to be a very very hard week to try to predict what's going to happen on Friday because as you guys make fun of and joke about all the time technical analysis is a game of oh it could go up it could go down well a lot of times at least you can percentage wise say well it's a 70% chance it does this a 30% chance it does this right now is kind of a freak there's a lot of different indicators arguing with each other and it's really 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 hard to predict what's going to happen that being said Hey. Ultimately, <laughs> I'm going to read some super chats. All right, guys. So we have a super chat here from our good friend, Matt C. Uh, and he says, just because you look like you need it, best wishes to Jeb. Yes. Best wishes to Jeb. Get better, Jeb. Yes. I need you. I need you better. All right. Then we have another one. We have uh, um, from B... 4BY Grace. 4BY Grace, I think. 4BY Grace. Yeah. He says, Daily Jedi Council Scripture 
Romans 5.1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord, Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. I added Savior in there. I don't know why. All right, guys. Yeah. Um, we have one more from, from Manny. From Manny. Yeah, yeah. Amos. From Manny. Yes. Um, uh, Manny says, Smea here preaching the gospel of crypto with lots of emojis. Yes. And we have one more that just came in, and it is from Bob. Uh, Bob says, in 1964, a quarter was 90% silver, and a gallon of gas was 25 cents. A 1964 quarter now is worth 350. How much for a gallon of gas today? And okay, so down here in Tampa, where I think we're sitting at right under, or not Tampa, why did I say Tampa? I was just I'm, in Tampa the other day. Uh, uh, down in Gainesville, we are here at, what, we're just under $3, right? I mean, I don't know. It's like two, just yeah, under like, three yeah, 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 yeah. Three we just crossed? Okay, we yeah. just crossed a 303. Yeah, I that's get gas on my home. Horrible. Frickle. All right. And also, guys, I just want to say, um, because we are getting to the point where we're getting close to closing, before yeah. we move on with any more stories, I do want to take a second to I tell you guys something. You Hold on. Wait. Wait. Switch to, switch to Tim real quick. I need to do the stunt. I need to do the stunt. Okay. Well, we, have, we have one more story we have to cover. We do have one more story we have to cover. It's okay, Smay. We'll, we'll be okay. fine. We'll be fine. Okay. We're going to do this. You got to go. You got to go fast. We got to go super quick. All right. So this fast. is the other thing that people were talking about, and it happened over the weekend. Now, I think some people saw this coming, so I'm not going to say this is necessarily breaking, breaking news, but this is confirmation of maybe suspicions, and that is that Polkadot and Facebook, so Smay, I know you're going to want to talk about this, Polkadot and Facebook are partnering up. I'm going to read this really quickly again uh, so we can move on, and that is uh, this, uh, this article here. It says, the decentralized application aiming to connect Facebook's DM block chain with public network is partnering with node infrastructure provider pink node in a friday announcement the pontum network said it would be working with pink node to provide a node infrastructure through the polka dot ecosystem the network is aimed at allowing developers to use a polka dot parachain as a testing ground for their ideas before submitting them to the deem dm blockchain according to pontum founders boris povid the partnership will improve polka dot's current infrastructure as pink node provides reliable and secure api endpoints the network added that pink Pinknode's code would allow Polkadot developers to connect their dApps through Kusama, while Pontum and Pinknode's team would provide critical infrastructure for Web 3.0 purposes. Last month, Pontum raised 4.5 million in seed investments for the project, allowing interoperable features, uh, in, uh, interoperable features developed in the ecosystem to be accessible through the DM blockchain. The project also recently hired new staff, including former BlockFi employee Aleo. Is that? I think it's Alejo. Pinto for the role of chief growth officer. Many reports have stated that the Facebook-backed project is planning to launch its DM stablecoin pilot program sometime in 2021. The project was first announced by Facebook in 2019 as Libra, but quickly faced backlash from international regulators. It was rebranded to DM the following year. So, Smay, that's really big, because I know we talked about it like probably two weeks ago. And people did not like it, yeah. but there had not been a lot of breaking polka dot news. No, I know they've been working no. a lot, but this is the definition of breaking big and fundamental and news for polka dot. I have to say, guys, did I not say this exact thing? I'm pretty sure the clip is the, is up on the channel, guys. I literally said they're quiet because they're going to drop something big. And this is it. They dropped something big. And also, I just want to say, this is kind of big, because remember a little bit ago, and this is a little bit of speculation warning. I'm about to, whoop, warning, I'm about to say something speculative. All right. What, what the, the hell? hell? <laughs> you just lit the thing off. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Jeb's not watching right now. She is watching. There That's... we go. I fix it. Mm. Speaking of, he said How a... did he wrangle this Jeb every day? Jeb said a super chat saying, I did need it. Thank you. Anyways. Jeb donated to himself. Stop. Awesome. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now I'm back to my thing. Back to my thing. Can I? Do I sound fine, Zach? Because yeah, I just you wrangled sound, you this. Sound fun. You sound All right, fun. so um, 
about a, oh, two weeks ago, around the same time actually, we made a video, and this is speculative. I said that uh, because it, uh, uh, Instagram is looking to get into NFTs and put NFTs on their app, that means that they're probably gonna have to build off of some kind of blockchain. And we we guessed that it would probably be Ethereum since Ethereum is the biggest. Yeah. Could it be now that because they're already partnering with Polkadot, that the NFT platform they choose to build Ethereum, I mean, uh, Instagram with, could be Polkadot? I think, yeah, we, we need to wait on that one. That we need to wait on that. That's speculative. Yeah. But also, I just think this is huge for Polkadot, guys. Let's go. Oh, I got bad news Let's for go. me. What? Jeb says you're fired again. Again? Again. That's like the eighth time this week. And can it's somebody time, Can somebody time Jeb out real quick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody time him out. I'm in the seat of power no, right Bob, now. Bob did point out, I did not read the end of his super chat. I want to give oh, let's Bob the, 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 he, his yeah. finish because he said how much is gas day. Buying assets, silver, gold, and crypto preserves buying power over time. Absolutely. That, yeah. That's the other thing is that like while we do a lot of crypto, we would never – well, I would say silver is one that I know is doing well right now, but I've watched the history of people investing in silver. That's something I paid attention to, and it is not always uh, profitable. It's actually silver. Silver is one of those things that can continue to go up and down. But as far as investing in gold to fight inflation and to have an asset uh, to diversify, that is phenomenal. I could yeah. completely agree with you, Bob. Yep. Yep. Uh, all yeah. right. Is, is it time for the stunt now? I think we can try the stunt now. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. We so are doing a thing that ready? has never been done on Coffee and Crypto. Go line. to his screen. Go I'm to on his screen. You're on, on his let screen. Me, yep. Let me pull Move up. I'll pull, I'll pull up my uh, my chart. And pull up the chart. There we go. All right. All right. You guys ready for this? We practiced this earlier. Wait, you're on my screen. Like, he's looking at me or he's looking at that computer? He's looking at your screen. Uh, okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. He's looking at your screen. Hopefully, now this works. go to full screen. Full screen. Full screen. Now you're showing his face. Yes. All right. Oh, it's a very good face. There we go. Need to work on that one. Yeah. All right. We can work on our timing. All right. Now, hold on. Don't go to the screen yet. Now go to the screen. Do we see it? Is it working? Are you on your chart? No, I'm not no, on my chart. I'm on, on Reddit. I'm on Reddit. Is it not working? It's not working. Oh! No! Wait, you, had, you didn't have it fully plugged in. Hold on, try it again. Yeah, try plug, it again. plug it in all the way. I plugged it in all the way. All right. All the way. Try now. Are we good? Hey, we're hey! on the screen. Yes! Let's, Let's go. go. All right, let me pull up my pants. Let's get it going. Hey all right, guys. You ready? We're going to do a little bit of a... Oh, my gosh, this stupid mic yeah. Anyway. Hey guys, new meme, new too. meme, new meme. It does that meme on content. Jeb too. All right, guys. Sorry, is everything situated now? All right. Um, I'm gonna sh look at some of these memes because I have to say something. I'm, uh, you can go to full screen real quick. I want to talk to them real quick. Look at me, guys. Look at me in my eyes. I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of you guys. Some of these memes genuinely made me laugh. There were some good ones. These some of these memes genuinely made me laugh. There and I have to say, ones. I'm very happy that you guys bounced back. Now this is not over. Continue because we're doing an actual meme review on Friday. So continue to pump the subreddit with good memes. Good memes and good better memes, even better memes. Allow us the opportunity to do cool stuff. Right? So we want you to put two good, cool memes so you could potentially win something. So come on. Put some good memes in there. There were some good Tim memes. There were some good Tim memes. Yeah. So to begin, I want to go ahead and highlight some of my favorite memes because I'm not going to go through all of them because we're going to do that on Friday. But I want to highlight some of my better memes. So you can go to the chart. I'm sure you're probably already there. That's right. That's that's my pad one right there, baby. 
You know what? You're a Jedi Knight. I promote you. Ew. All right. Uh, all right. He's no longer a Padawan. All right. So we have here, this one I thought was kind of funny because I used to have, I just bought all new underwear because my underwear was all torn up. So this one says, my underwear watching me throw $200 into my Coinbase account. And it's like Spider-Man with the ripped face. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Uh, next one. This one's kind of funny. Crypto last few months. Come on, do something. Yeah. That was a good That's one. a funny one. Good but one. now we're going to get to the good ones. We're gonna see, okay, actually, this one's kind of funny. I'm sure you're going to like this one, Tim. It's a picture of a guy pointing at a computer, and he goes, See that candle right there? That's an inverted zibbity-doo with a kangaroo leg. It's bearish. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my god! We are literally, we make all this up. I will we say. Make, it's I all made up. Say, I'm learning technical analysis, but that one's good because I, I will watch other people doing stuff, and they'll just like throw out these random things. And I'm like, yeah. we can make anything a technical indicator Yeah, now. no, no. Guys, it's mostly made up. Anyways, next one. This one's kind of funny. Uh, kind of crypto Tim in the live streams. Oh, my god! Dunking. Kind of crypto Tim memes on the bench. That's true. Yeah, I don't see? get to see it. Like, literally, I'm 30 seconds behind, so I have to wait 30 seconds to see the I will say, you're talking about. but my favorite meme... I'm going to give you a second to catch up. My favorite meme is actually a Tim meme. So I'm going to scroll to that meme now. All right. You guys ready? You ready? Boom. Tim's can have a little XRP as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I, that one earlier. This one is so good. Oh my this is gosh. such a good meme. You know what? I'm, gonna, I'm on Jeb's account, but upvote, upvote. If there was a, this was a competition right now, he would have won. Because this is a funny meme. Uh, this is a great meme. I love this one. But also, there's another good one here. There's one. Hey, hey, Smay, I made this meme. I thought you'd l- get this crap out of my face. That's a good meme. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. All right. And then this one's fun. super meta. This one's super meta. I got to show you guys this one real this quick. This last one? From Far Impressions. I love this one. So he made, he, he put a series of three memes. And you guys can see the example here about how... I made fun of, and we as a team made fun of the memes last week that we thought they were bad, right? Well, he makes these memes where he goes, uh, you know, same thing, same thing, same thing. And then he, as a meta meme in the last one, he puts the the little crow meme and he goes, we make such bad memes on here. And I, it's me, Photoshop me. I say, boo, get better material. And then he's all sweating, and he says, can you imagine if our memes were actually funny? That's funny. That's funny. I know you can't see it. I know that you can't see it. I just love how, like, you said it like it was so big, and it was like, like, I wish. That's the one thing about not having a live audience is, like, any type of comedy. I don't know if people think this is funny. You don't know if people think it's funny or not. I I love that you think it's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah, that's my favorite part. I feel like a goob. Also, this one's May Energy. This is great. Anyways, you can go off my screen now. That's enough of this nonsense. Yes. Oh, I man. think I think that is it for today. I know we didn't do a lot of technical analysis. Maybe we'll do some later today. I don't know. Depending on, I know Jeb. I think well, the fact that Jeb is commenting, I think he is done with his doctor's appointment. So Jeb, if you're listening, we got to talk afterwards. I don't know what the plan is, but we will definitely find a way to give you guys content, no matter what. Whether Jeb is here, whether he's not, I think if he records, he'll be recording from home. But unfortunately, he does not have his laptop, so that is something that I think about and talk about here in a little bit. But one way or another, we will continue to give you guys everything you need to know about crypto this week. And just because Jeb is gone does not mean that we go away. I am hoping you guys were entertained by this. May, what do you think? Do you think they, they enjoyed this stream? I hope they did enjoy the stream. Well, the, you know, one thing is, and we did not do a good job of saying this throughout the whole stream, is we, got, we had, I think, about 1,200 concurrence at one point. 
which is pretty good for pretty no fun. jet here. I we was, only have 378 likes. Yeah, I was gonna say, guys, do me a favor, right? I'm a little insecure. I'm sitting here. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the in Jeff's chair. Right? So I'm a little insecure. So please hit that like button to let me know that you think I did a good job today and that make me very happy. That make me happy happy. Right? Oh All right. And also, um, Jeff, I don't know why you're in the chat saying the memes weren't up to snuff. I thought the memes were fine. Now, some of them weren't great, but some of them were funny. So continue to do what you're doing, guys. Put the funny memes in the in the subreddit to impress Jeff now at this point because you impressed me. Now you just got to impress Jeb. Right? All right. Anyways. I think we should do. I think any meme that makes May laugh automatically should go to Facebook. Or Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. We post them on Instagram? We should automatically, if it makes, that's the thing. You will know if Smay laughs because it will be posted at least on a story on on Instagram. Uh, you know what? No, no, no. Even better. I'm just going to make uh, like a curated Instagram account that yeah. you can just go check and it's going to say, these memes made Smay laugh. And oh they'll just gosh. be any memes. And oh you'll see gosh. what I laugh at. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that, by the way, guys. But I just wanted to put the idea yeah, out there. Speaking of social media, make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. Go help that. It's a very fast-growing channel, all three of those. So make sure if you have not already subscribed, if you have not already joined and followed, whatever else you do on all those apps, make sure you go do that. Also, if you are interested in a project, we did not discuss it today. We'll make sure to do some tomorrow. But if you're looking for an indicator that helps with trading, go go. With the link down below, go sign up for Lux Algo. It is very, very helpful. Ooh. It also, a part of that goes to provide and help uh, support this channel. So if you love this channel, if you love Jeb, if you want Jeb to get better, uh, make sure first go follow us on social media and then go get Lux Algo and you will not regret it one bit. So, mate, that's all I got. I'm going to turn it over to you because you, you are the closer. Let's, all right, let's guys. All right. Remember, guys, like the stream. Like the stream today. Let me know that I did a good job. This might have just been a preview for the Smay Show. This might have been the preview, but it's probably going to be better than that. Anyways, guys, thank you for watching today. I'm glad you uh, hopefully enjoyed the show. Make sure you share this stream with people you love. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, all the things. M uh, make sure that you support Tim um, because Tim's, Tim's can have a little XRP as a treat. <laughs> and uh, make sure that you guys... Just send all the love to my my friend Zach over here. He's done a fantastic job producing the stream today, guys. I want to see all the love in the chat as we close the stream out. But without further ado, um, uh, oh, I'm I messed it up. All right, hold on. Let me try this again. Let me try this again. And anyway, guys, uh, that'll do it for today's stream. Uh, do you remember uh, what he said? No. <laughs> I'm going to do my own. I'm going to be original. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you guys. Peace.